Welcome everyone to 10 minute video game tips from Rated G Games. I'm your host Dan and today's topic is going to be Stardew Valley Beginner Tips Part 2. I decided at the end of last episode on Stardew Valley that there is still quite a few more tips that I can give to beginners for the game. That's how deep it is. So we're going to be delving into some more and these are also once again beginner tips. I will do an intermediate and most likely advanced tips but maybe sometime down the road. Tip number one. My first tip is to as soon as you can start planting your crops in three by three squares meaning nine total plants in in one spot. This is for a couple of reasons. First being you will eventually get access to sprinklers. The sprinklers help automate your farm at least a little bit by watering your crops for you every morning. The first sprinkler you get access to, the sprinkler, is pretty much useless. It only waters the four points on the compass at north, south, east, and west, so it's really not of much use to you. But the quality sprinkler that you get by reaching farming level six is much more useful because it waters the surrounding eight tiles, hence the three by three or nine tile square. The second reason is the first watering can upgrade, or the copper watering can, waters three tiles in a straight line when you hold down the watering button. And two upgrades from that is the gold watering can, which waters the 3 by 3 area, or the 9 corresponding tiles. So you can see the benefits of planting in the 3 by 3 pattern. The choice is ultimately up to you, however, as some of the other watering cans or higher level sprinklers water in a completely different fashion. So really whatever you get used to and whatever you're comfortable with. Tip number 2. Tip number 2 is all about sleep, something that just doesn't happen in my household. Or not to the extent which it's needed anyway. New players starting out on a new farm should absolutely be in bed by midnight. If you get to bed by midnight, your energy bar will be fully refilled the next morning when you wake up. There will certainly be some times in the game where you have to stay up later than that, but you cannot, no matter what, ever stay up past 2 a.m. If 2 a.m. strikes and you're anywhere other than inside your house, your character will faint, causing a most likely financial loss to you, and you will wake up tomorrow with very, very little energy. Maintaining energy levels is very crucial early on in the life of your farm because not only is there a lot of crop management to do that you have to do manually which you need energy for but also clearing out your farm requires a lot of energy any resources you gather requires energy fishing requires energy food can help mitigate some of your energy loss to an extent but anything you eat also cuts into your potential profits so make sure you're fully rested for the next day by getting to bed by 12 a.m tip number three while it's tempting to put your nose to the grindstone and just work 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 all the time It's also important to start forging relationships with the citizens of Pelican Town. Just by playing the game, you're going to get to know the Mayor Lewis, since he's the one who comes and visits you regularly to check up on you, and he's also the one that takes your crops away. You'll also get to know Pierre in the general store because you have to go there to get seeds. But really, all the characters in the game are rather unique and interesting in their own way. You will also have the opportunity to romance some of the characters in the game, even eventually being able to marry them and bring them back to your farm and possibly have kids. There's a number of potential suitors, But really, there's only one right answer for this, and that's Abigail. Always Abigail. And it's not up for debate. But take the time to befriend your neighbors. I actually, in my most recent game, experienced something by befriending a citizen that I hadn't befriended before in any of the times I had previously played, and it ended up leading to a really awesome in-game event. So even after several hundred hours, which I have under my belt, Stardew Valley can still surprise me. Tip number four. The Stardew Valley calendar differs a bit from our own in that there's four seasons, which end up being the four months. There's spring, where you start, summer fall and winter each being 28 days or exactly four weeks 
it's important to note because as a new player, you probably are cruising right along. Uh, and before you know it, spring is going to be over. With the early days in the game being so packed with things to do, you may not even realize when you're rapidly approaching 28 days. And a lot of the crops that you plant do not transition into the next season. They wither up and die as soon as the next season starts. There are, of course, a few exceptions, like corn, which grows in both summer and fall, or wheat, which also grows in summer or fall. So make sure you're paying attention to what day it is. You can view the calendar right outside Pierre's shop, or you can eventually buy one from the carpenter's shop for 2,000 gold. The calendar will also have all the dates for everyone's birthdays, as well as big events that are happening in Pelican Town. I will save you the trouble of looking up Abigail's birthday in advance. It is fall 13th, and she likes amethysts, or pumpkins, or chocolate cake. Tip number five. And my final piece of advice for people who are beginning to play Stardew Valley, and that's that you can play the game however you want. There's absolutely no right or wrong way to play Stardew Valley, so don't stress out about it. If you messed up planting your crops, not a big deal. If you forgot someone's birthday, also not a big deal. If you want to hit the ground running and micromanage every single second you spend in the game, you are welcome to do so. If you want to completely neglect your farm, not even touch it once, and just spend your entire time fishing, by all means, go for it. I mentioned in my last Stardew Valley Tips episode that it's one of the games I most frequently revisit when I want to relax and just just play a game, and that's precisely because you can play it any way you want. There's times where I want to feel like I accomplished something, so in Stardew Valley you can accomplish something. There's times where I just want to chill and fish and listen to the sounds of nature, and I can also do that. So play Stardew Valley the way you'd like to play it. Thank you everyone for listening to part two of my Stardew Valley beginner tips. I do plan on doing another game before I revisit Stardew Valley. It may even be a couple weeks before I do more Stardew Valley, but I'm at least planning on doing an episode on PC mods and at the very least intermediate tips, but I'm probably also going to do advanced tips too. We'll see how it goes when we get there. So you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Rated G Games. You can search for me on YouTube. Just search for Rated G Games. Uh, once again, I did do an episode on Stardew Valley that was a Fall Asleep 2 series for relaxing when you're trying to go to bed or wanted to just round background music from video games that you don't necessarily have to pay attention to. I'll link to that in the description. I'm also very open to suggestions for other games you'd like to see. Uh, you can email me at RatedGGameStation at gmail.com and let me know what you want to hear more of. Thank you so much for listening to 10-Minute Video Game Tips from Rated G Games. I'm your host, Dan, and I will see you next time.